Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, y'all. Come on in, come on in. Do me a favor. Start sharing. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Start sharing, start sharing. I apologize for my um, lateness this morning. Um, One of my cameras was out, but it's okay. I don't know why I was out, but it's okay. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm doing all my sharing. Do me a favor. You share, too. It's going to get it shared. It's going to get it shared. It's going to get it into the hands and friends of our loved ones. Hey, Auntie. Hey, we're Facebook Live. We're YouTube Live. We are Instagram Live. Come on. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're going to hold on to this voice, too. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for how much you love us. Thank you for how considerate you are of us. Oh, thank you for your everlasting love. Come on, you got something to be grateful for this morning. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving, enter into his courts with praise. Woo, come on, come on. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a brand new day. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. I see y'all sharing. Keep sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, Malisha. Good morning, Lynette. Good morning, Masa. Good morning, Kedra. Good morning, Shan. Hey, Kirby. Oh, my God. Good morning, Yara. Hey, don't forget, tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., locked and loaded for the prayer call. Um, Join us. Uh, We would love to have you join us tomorrow. We would um, love to have you be with us. It's for ladies only. Sorry, fellas. Um, But we'll be there at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you're not subscribed on the website, go get subscribed to the website so that you can get the link. Ooh, come on. Oh, my God. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Come on. Mm. Oh, I was uh, meditating. I'm too excited. I'm trying not to uh, lose myself. <laughs> Ooh, remember, we're dealing with the things of the past so that we can move forward. It's time for you to move forward. Can you put that in your comments? It's, it's time for me to move forward. Come on. Can you put that in your comments? Put that in the notes for me this morning. It's time for me to move forward. Come on. Put that in your notes this morning. It's time for me to move forward. Ooh, come on. Come on. Put it in your notes. Put it in your comments. Come on, it's time for me to move forward. Come on, it's time for me to move forward. You have been paralyzed to your past, lingering in the back, hanging out, um, chilling, complacent, um, comfortable, 
it's time for you to move forward. Come on, that's our declaration. It's time. It's time for you to move forward. It's time. It's time for you to stop looping. It's time for those cycles to be broken in your life. It's time for you to operate in a new mindset. It's time for you to walk in the goodness of God. It's time for you to walk in your righteousness. It's time for you to walk in greater understanding. It's time for you to walk in fresh revelation. Come on, it's time, it's time, it's time. Can you say that? Can you declare that? It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. It's really been time, but because God is such a patient um, lover, a patient God, right? He's good at um, letting us come to him. Um, but he taps in. He just taps in. It's time for you to move forward. It's time for you to let go. It's time for you to forgive. Woo! Come on. For some of y'all, personal, it's time for you to forgive yourself. It's time for you to forgive yourself. It's time for you to stop rehearsing all the mistakes, all the things that you did, all the things from your past. Um, replay, you need to, the only replay you need to be listening to is the replay that we do on Monday. Woo! You need to lock out every memory that tries to resurface. You need to put it back in the sea of forgetfulness. You need to make a decision that today or last night, because this is a fresh day, this is a fresh morning. You need to decide that yesterday was the last day that you would rehearse, that you would nurse um, anything that was from your past that did not line up with your future. Yeah, come on, Alicia. It's time for you to move on from relationships um, and people who don't want you. Like it's hard, right? We love hard. We hope that some relationships and permanent will be permanent in our life for a long time. But when someone displays again and again and again that they don't want to be in a covenant relationship with you, that they don't want to be in a friendship with you, that they don't want to go, go with you, the hardest thing for you to do is to let go of the people you love. Um, because for some reason, you have thought that holding on to them was going to um, wake them or shake them or help them to decide to come with you. And it's so far from the truth. When people want to come with you, they go. When people want to go, even if you have to go before them. So I was, um, I'm more probably of an outdoors girl, even though I'm so girly. I'm more of an outdoors doors girl than most people know or think. I love to canoe. I love to hike. I love to four wheel. Um, one of my ideal dreams or vacations is to hike in the mountains. Like I just have some things. And one day we were climbing, we were in California and we were going up a mountain and I was climbing a mountain. And one of my very, very closest sister friends lives out there. It's like a three and a half hike, but she didn't tell us how hard this hike was. <laughs> hold on, hold on. See, she had been on the hike multiple times and I tried to keep myself in good shape. Like I try to keep myself in good shape. That's something that's important for me. And so she didn't tell me how hard the hike was or how long the hike was. She was like, oh, it's just up the mountain. Um, and so the wind was blowing. There was dust storms. There were all kinds of things going on in this process. And as I was climbing, my momentum, I was gaining momentum. Well, I was with a group of women that I did not want to leave behind. And she walked up to me and she was like, she just told me, she was like, just keep going. So I kept going, 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 I kept going. And as I was going, um, we were in the valley in California. Um, as I kept going, 
as I kept going, I kept going, I kept going, I kept going. Um, finally, I had got to a place where I stopped because the wind was so intense. And um, she made a statement and she said to me, she finally, they caught up behind me. And she said, everybody that's supposed to go with you will catch up with you. It's so important that you keep going. And in leadership, and when you've been called to a thing, and even when you think people are supposed to be attached with you and go with you, you cannot afford to wait. I'm about to run. You, you cannot afford to wait. So you have to put yourself in the position and the place and be okay of letting people go. Like it's one of the hardest things that I've had to learn how to do with people I love. Because honestly, trying to hold on to them, trying to brag, drag somebody, trying to convince someone, trying to tell someone this is where they're supposed to be, trying to convince someone to stay in position, trying to convince somebody to love you, trying to convince somebody to be with you, trying to convince somebody the necessity of the relationship, trying to convince somebody that they're supposed to walk hand in hand and one-on-one -on -one with you, trying to convince somebody that if they go off on their own, um, they're going to be like a little, little gazelle plucked off. Um, it's waiting. It's way too much weight for you in the season. So the most mature thing that you're going to do in this season so that you can, can I tell you something? So that you can propel. I'm, I'm going I'm to speak something today because I heard the Lord tell me to do it. So that you can propel forward, right? And this is how the Lord showed me the weightiness of waiting on people kind of has held you down and held you in position. I just saw it. And so then once you let them go, once you make a consent, I'm not getting ready to let anybody else hold me back. Once you make a consent, I'm not getting ready to let anybody else slow me down. It don't matter if they don't get it. It don't matter if they got it at one point and stopped getting it at another point. It don't matter what they promised you, it, that they would stick close, that they would stay. It just, you have to come to a space because really what you operating in is dead space, right? And you losing momentum. And, and where, how he showed me is those relationships that you have tried. Come on, Holy Spirit. This grown folks meet today. Don't be offended. Don't be upset. Don't try to figure out. I'm not talking to a particular person. I'm talking to you by the Spirit. Those things that you have tried to lock onto, what they've been like is weight paralyzing you down. Um, I remember one time my neighbor, don't ask why he knows this. My old neighbor told me one time, if you ever want to um conceal a body in the bottom of the lake put bricks on it because the bricks will weigh it down Woo! right and so the weightiness of holding on to relationships especially when people are showing you they don't want to be connected they don't want to be apart um they're not investing in your life they're not um pouring into your life they're not allowing you to pour into their life um um they they're not sold out because if they were sold out, they'd be eating with you. They'll be walking with you. They'll be talking with you. They'll be rolling with you. They would stay connected to you. You don't have to keep them connected. I'm just telling you this. I'm not saying we don't walk in forgiveness. I'm not saying we don't walk in love. I'm not saying you don't leave doors open for them to come back. That's not what I'm saying to you this morning. I'm saying to you, you have to make a consensus that nothing is greater than God because just like an idol, you know, in the scripture, it says you can't serve two people just like an idol, right? This is the, just like an idol. Anytime you're locked into something and you put that much attention and time into it, what it does is it becomes weighty and it's holding you down. 
or it's holding you back and it's keeping you. I don't care if it's your kids. I don't care if it's your mama. It's keeping you back and it's keeping you from living out your full potential. But I feel this so strong. If you will make a consensus today, if you will draw a line in the sand, if you will make that today is the decision that, you know what, I'm going to let go of those weighty relationships the people that I've trying to been been, been been trying to convince about me, the people that I've been trying to hold close to me that don't want to be held close, the people that I've been trying to want to go with me. If I will consent to no longer make these relationships an idol, I truly believe that the Lord God is going to do something so unique and so um, unusual for you. And you're going to spring forth like it's almost like. When I was little, there was a little toy we had and you would push the toy down and it would seem like the toy was was um, locked into the position. But as soon as you um, as soon as you sat still long enough. Right. The spring would release and the toy would bounce up. I just truly believe if you make today the today the decision that, you know what? I'm over begging people. I'm over pulling on people. I'm over trying to convince people that they're supposed to be connected to me. Um, they need to see it in the spirit, open the eyes of their understanding. Lord, I'm going to choose you because me trying to hold on to them, trying to convince them of the anointing of the call on my life of where we supposed to be going and what we supposed to be doing has been weighting me down. And it has been turning in an I into an idol. And you have already told me that there should be no other God before you. If you will release that today, if you will release them by the spirit, if you I don't care who it is, if you will make a conscious decision, a consensus, you know what? I'm going to release that. I'm going to let that go. And I'm going to follow you, um, Lord, because that is more important than anything Then I promise you. Listen to me. I promise you that everybody that's supposed to be connected to your destiny, they will come. They will attach themselves. Um, they will not allow the enemy to lie to them um, about who you are. They will not be jealous. Um, they will not be easily offended. Um, they will walk like your tribe will know your vibe. They will walk with you. Um, they will walk with the weightiness of you. Come on. I'm saying they will not, you will not have to dumb yourself down. Come on. I need to speak into your hearts and your mind. Y'all keep sharing the video. You will not have to dumb yourself down. You will not have to water yourself down. You will not have to come outside yourself. I promise you, if you will, um, I, I, I promise you, yeah, Nikita, as he sees fit, I promise you, if you make a decision today, I'm going to chase God. I'm going to seek the kingdom after all my, my heart. I'm going to go forward. I'm going to move. Everything that's supposed to attach to you will come because this is sealed in your righteousness. This is sealed in your holiness. This is sealed in your destiny. This is sealed in your Psalms. Um, 139 and 16, this is already written in your books and your plans. Well, what if they don't come or show up or go? And I know that they're supposed to come, show up, go or be. That is not on you. That is the responsibility of them to steward the dream. It is the responsibility of them to steward the process, the, um, the prophecy. It is the responsibility of them to know who you are in their life. It's a responsibility. Everything attached to me is supposed to win. But if I'm not sitting in the in a circle, if who's with me doesn't want to win, if who with me is confused about the relationship, if who's with me is confused about who I am, if who's with me has their eyes set on things that are not above, because he told me to keep my eyes on things that are pure. He told me to keep my eyes on things that are lovely. He told me to keep my eyes on things that are of good report. That 
that that's the lane I'm in. That's the zone I'm in. He told me to cast down every wicked imagine and everything that exalts his his himself against the knowledge of God. And I'm not hating on them and I'm not mad at them. I'm just giving them the gift of goodbye for myself. See, what you need in this season, you have got to get for yourself, right? You have been trying to manage relationships for so long, and these relationships have been to your detriment. They are like an idol. I know what the Lord has shown me in my own life, trying to manage, trying to hold on, trying to possess people, trying to convince people to connect, trying to convince people who you are, trying to convince people that the Lord speaks to as well. You have to make a determination and a decision. And this isn't getting mad and this isn't being funny. Mad and funny acting and immature people um, act dissonant and crazy. No, you love them. You respect their decisions. Um, you give them the gift of goodbye and you, you let them go because they have become an idol in your life. You ain't never. Here's a hundred percent. Here's a, I'm, I'm, I'm masterful at closing doors. I'm just being honest. Um, I have learned that because I think it's right um, for honor and respect for God's people, like his children. I do not believe in mistreating people. I do not believe in um, going ghost. I do not believe in just not showing up. I think who you are as a person deserves me to say to you what I need to say to you, right? Or who you as a person, even if you don't say anything, have, in a maturity, I can love you at a distance. I can let you go. I can let you go be you. I can let you deal with the season I am because you don't belong to me anyway. You belong to God. And we are only to steward relationships. We are only to steward relationships as the Lord sees fit. But at the moment that relationship, somebody give me that scripture. There shall be no other God before me. At the moment that the relationship becomes a God, what the Lord showed me this morning is then you turn away from you turn away when you can I tell you something? When the relationship puts you in a position that it causes you not to walk in the authenticity of who you are, like you modify yourself to fit comfortable. Like when I used to date, I used to, and I still date, when I date, I used to modify myself to make sure a man would be comfortable with me. When you understand who you are and whose you are, and you're solid in the fact that your past cannot hold you prison, and you're solid in the fact that God has gone before you, then every relationship you connected to, you can walk in the freedom that they can come and they can go. You can walk in the freedom that they can come and they go. And if the Lord restores and return them, you receive them with grace. If, if they do not come back, you know that saying? If they, if they do not come back, they ain't where they supposed to be. And sometimes, can I tell you something? Kedra, sometimes people will give up on what God told them because they don't want to, they don't want the responsibility or the weight of pressing in. See, they conceived it and deal. Don't trust your eyes, they'll deceive you. They conceived it. I hear you, Holy Spirit. I'm gonna wrap that up. They've conceived it, they're trying to conceive it in the natural when it's really a spiritual thing. Come on, when it's really a spiritual thing. So this week we've been dealing with forward progress and we've been meditating on the woman at the well. And I want to give you another component to what I see transpiring um, between Jesus. Right. Um, and then, Lord, help me with my easily offended self. 
The Lord gave me something the other day and he was real serious about this. He said, I need to show you something. He said, the kingdom of heaven, there's a culture of offense now. Like there's a culture of offense and here's your responsibility to manage the offense. And here's what you need to pray for in the body of Christ because there's a culture of offense right now. Like people love to be offended for no reason. You can post or say something and the devil will pervert it and twist it. And somebody will think you on something else and you're not even on something else. You in position only to, you know, so he gets telling me, he just keeps telling me, he said, there's a spirit, there's a culture of offense. When it's culture, it's normed. When it becomes a culture of offense, hey, pastor, when it's a culture of offense, it's normed. It's a norm. It's become a way of doing things. And the Lord told me that the other day. He said, it's a culture of offense in the body of Christ. So he gave me my responsibility. He says, here's your responsibility. Operate in truth, operate in love, um, operate in humility, um, and operate in kindness because it is the Lord's kindness. Romans 2 and 4 talks about the kindness of God. It's the, uh, of, is it not the Lord's kindness that brings us to repentance? It's the Lord's kindness that brings a person to repentance. When Jesus was at the well with the woman, um, even though we know it was a divine appointment and assignment. Come on, y'all. You got to rock with me on this. I'm going to wrap this up in just a second. It was the Lord's kindness. It was the Lord's kindness that drew her in. It was the Lord's kindness that kept her in the conversation. It was the Lord's kindness that locked her in. It wasn't because he divinely positioned himself. You know, scripture Proverbs talks about our words being like smooth, sweet, like honey. It was the Lord's kindness. The, the, um, the, it was the Lord's kindness that drew her. It was the Lord's kindness that, that put her in the position. It was not condemnation. And I need to give you this this morning so that you can go be free. Can you put that in your notes, in your comments? I got to go be free. Like I have to go be free of condemnation. Condemnation is not the same as conviction. If condemnation would have been at the well, she would have never brought the people to see a man. Woo! When we are locked in condemnation, we will never really share Jesus to the fullness because we really don't understand what he did for us. Woo! Like we really don't understand, right? If I really understand it, then I'm going to go everywhere I go. I'm telling people about Jesus. Everywhere I go, I'm telling about people about Jesus. The Lord is like the one thing that I can talk, talk about for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And can I tell you something? Condemnation. Um, some, some, I hear you, Holy Spirit. Some of the relationships that we've been holding on to have been due to um, a, something condemning us saying, we remember you promised them that you'll be with them always. Are you remember all this other stuff? We are not supposed to be tied to condemnation. I want to read to you Romans, right? Um, not married to condemnation, not married to what people say, not married to whatever. The only way you're going to put um, confidence, right? Condemnation, therefore, again, goes back and puts confidence in the flesh. Woo! God is not a condemning, condemning God. It's his goodness. It's his goodness that's going to draw you. It's his goodness that's going to go. It's his kind of, there's another um, scripture, I think maybe in Timothy, that says gentleness. See, when I start saying, save folks and they ain't gentle, 
I know they need a little bit more drawing. That's how I was. That's how the Lord started dealing with me. The scripture says gentleness is evidence that the Lord is near. Gentleness is evidence. So when I start seeing saved folks and they are abrasive and we, yes, we have a righteous indignation. That's not what I'm talking about. Yes, Jesus tore up the temples. But when we have a difficulty being gentle and being kind, a hundred percent, there is a problem somewhere because the whole foundation of the kingdom is love. Um, my love is going to draw you. Um, love is what's going to draw you. Love is what's going to connect you. Gentleness. Gentleness is evidence that the Lord is near. And gentleness shows up even when pressure is being a, a, applied, right? Um, Romans 8 and 1. This is the life-giving spirit of Jesus. Woo! Come on. This is the life-giving. This is what the woman at the well had to encounter Renee for her to go be free. It was free of condemnation for her to go tell others, I know a man. I know a man that can change your life. Like I know a man that can change your life. I know a man that can change your life, right? So Romans 81, therefore, come on. And if it's therefore, you need to see this. You need to know it. You need to pay attention to it. Come on. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. My God, this scripture speaks volume in so many ways, right? Which law you operate according to determines whether you live in victory or whether you live in defeat. Woo! Come on. My God, which law you operate determines whether or not you release yourself from your past, from your mistakes, from the wrong things, um, from wrong. What you believe it, from that period and place, when you understand, when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, as you spend time renewing your mind at your word, for what you believe is what determines what happens next. What you believe. He says there's no kind of which law because there's spiritual laws. If I operate according to the spiritual law of condemnation, every time I show up or every time, remember I told you, it feel like you get in the head and then it seems like something pops you back in the box. If I operate according to the law of condemnation, if I really don't understand what Jesus was talking to the woman at the well, and she was like, if you knew who I was, come on. If you really knew who I was, you'll ask me for a drink. I got a life-giving water that'll change your life. He has a life-giving water that'll, ch that'll change circumstances and situations. He has a life-giving water to flip the script on your past. He has a life-giving water to make you look like you don't even look like the hell you've been in. He has a life-giving water that'll give you a brand new attitude. He has a life-giving water that the force of water, the force of water. See, I've been in a flood before. The force of water can change your course and direction. He has a life-giving water that's a force of water that can change your course and direction. So so if, if there's no condemnation, if which law that I believe in determines whether I live in victory or defeat, right? Condemnation. Come on, I'm going to give you this this morning. 
Condemnation is connected to sin and death. Condemnation means I don't really believe I'm redeemed. Ooh, come on. Condemnation is locked in to sin and death. And condemnation is so opposite of Jesus. Oh, my God. My God. That's what the Lord wanted you to see today. Condemnation is locked into sin and death. It follows the law of sin and death. That's what it's chasing after. So every time I spend time allowing the enemy to condemn me or to rehearse my past or go back and nurse what happened, then I'm operating in the law of sin and death when what the Lord has already told me, auntie, is I'm free. I'm free in Christ Jesus. He who the son said free is free indeed, right? And free indeed. You cannot get rid of these two laws. That's why the weight of conviction, the Holy Spirit going to bring you to repentance. God's goodness is going to bring you to repentance. And then once you repent, you get, you know, and you understand I'm free from this because Jesus has wiped this out. My slate and it's clean. So then I go live in the freedom because he who the son says free is free and free. So then I don't spend time rehearsing and nursing my past. I don't even really spend time in my yesterdays. I don't spend time back there because looking backwards is not producing a result in my life. I'm not putting any confidence in my flesh. I'm going to put confidence in this life-giving spirit so that me understanding that I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. No more bounds, no more chains. Nothing is holding me. Nothing is holding me. Then from then, if I can get revelation of this, I'm set up for victory. If I can get revelation of this, I'm set up for victory. And then the word, the word that we walk out in our life changes everything that we're connected to. And this living water that Jesus, oh, come on, y'all. This living water that Jesus um, promised the woman at the well that he said, if you drink this, this will change your life, will become applicable in our life. It'll begin to change the course. It'll begin to change the direction. It begins to mold us in the image of God. Oh, my God. And then we can go be free. That's it. Lord wanted you to eat that today. Lord wanted you to chew on that today. You need to meditate that. You need to make a decision. You know what? I am no longer going to live according to a law that does not give life to my spirit. When I allow the law of condemnation to be connected to my life, then I'm living in a life in which I am only, I'm, it's death-centered versus living in a life that's centered on being free. Oh my God, thank you, Auntie, for saying it was a powerful word. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Casey. I mean, my God, thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Like, then I live in that and I'm free. I don't care who said what about your past? I, I don't care who 
said you'll never amount to nothing. I don't care who tried to make you imprisoned to the tainted weighted of your past. This morning, you're going to forgive yourself because that's the biggest forgiveness you need today. This morning, you're going to forgive yourself. You're going to release yourself. You're going to let go of any person that has been weighting you down and keeping your momentum. God is going to release momentum into your life. You're going to start seeing yourself as, as, as the way that God designed you. You're going to start speaking different. You're going to remember that life and death are in the power of your tongue. You're going to start saying what God says about you. When opposition comes your way, you're going to start casting your cares on the one that cares for you. Um, remember, we learned if it cannot fit in our hand, we don't hold on to it. It's too big for us. And we need, it, need to give it to the one who has the whole world in his hands. That's the freedom that God wanted released to you today so that you could walk in. There's been a little residue of your past that has been still trying to hold on to you to keep you in a mirrored image of what was. And God is like, I don't want you living according to that. I need you to live in who I called you to be. I need you to live in what I have said about you. I need you to live in my promises for you. Will you toil? Absolutely. Will you have hard times? Absolutely. But when you know that the greater one is working and living inside of you, none of that matters. None of that matters. None of that matters. Now you go be free today. Come on, you go be free. You go, today is your day to go be free. Today is your day to release yourself. And I just want to pray suddenly over your life. Um, this morning when I was ministering to myself, when I'm praying and I'm confessing and doing all my confessing, I'm in the bathroom and I'm getting ready. And I hear the Lord tell me to pray and declare suddenly. But I also hear the Lord tell me to remind you, like, like he goes before you. Like he goes before you. He goes before you. You need to know there's no circumstance or situation into the courtroom, into the jail, into the prison. The Lord goes before you. There are angels assigned to you. Hebrews 1 and 14 talk about angels doing our bidding. So the Lord goes before you. The Lord goes, there's no, there's no, put it in your notes. There's no circumstance or situation that I have that God can't handle. So I'm going to cast my cares on him. Like, I'm going to position myself to believe. I'm going to position myself to trust him. Now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, according to your word, um, just like the woman with the issue of blood who was suddenly healed, suddenly changed by a touch by Jesus, I thank you, Lord God. I prophesy, I confess, I decree suddenly in your people a sudden shift, a sudden change. My God, something that caused, um, that releases them into the fullness and the power of you who have called me. Confirm the word of your servant. Where Jesus went, you confirmed the word with miracle signs and wonders. Thank you for confirming the word today, Lord God. Thank you for giving them fruit of this word that they've been sitting under all week. 
Thank you, Father God, that your glory is being revealed in their life, that we walk in the glory, that we talk in the glory, that we live in the glory, that we eat in the glory, that we sit in the glory, Lord God. Remember us today, Lord God. Do not turn your face from your people today. Lord, let there be a suddenly, sh suddenly shift for new jobs, for new opportunities, for businesses to excel, for health out, poor health outcomes to be flipped to good health outcomes. Lord, let there be a suddenly for in cancer that they are healed. Let there be a suddenly of marriages restored. Let there be suddenly of new marriages happening, Lord God. Let your suddenly come today. We break and destroy and cancel out every limiting spirit that has tried to keep and conform us to our past. And we thank you, Father God, today in Jesus, that we are not limited by our, what we see. We are not limited by the resources in our hands, that we will live according to your great potential for us. You have great potential for us, and we will live according to the great potential for us. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you. 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 Let your glory be on this in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to do two things. One, if the Lord tells you to partner with this ministry, go to the website, lmjministries.org. And you can give there. Um, we are sponsoring a family for Christmas and another little girl. And we're going to drop the information of what they need, the clothing sizes. The mom needs a size 3X coat. They haven't asked for much, but we always take care of a family through Christmas. And we do it as a community of believers. Um, so we'll be doing that. We'll send out the information. You can shift us your gifts for these families and we'll give it to them. We're going to give them out on the 17th of December. Um, I love you guys so much. God loves you more, more. If the Lord leads you to sow or give, you can cash up us dollar sign L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. You can give there. Um, if the Lord places on your heart to sow personally into my life, that information is on the website as well. I love you. God loves you so more. Second, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, or maybe you don't know that you're saved, Oh, also, Pillow Talk. We still have some spaces for online. This event is December 17th, and it will be amazing. The Lord is going to use, there's four other women speaking that night. The Lord is going to use that place to change our lives. Get registered. You can get it online as well. Um, and the anointing is still felt, and the presence of God is still felt online. Um, second, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, maybe you don't even know if you were saved. Maybe you're like me. Um, when I was 27, I just came into the recognition of who Jesus was. Um, I want you to make a statement and you feel a drawing here. You feel like I need this Jesus that she's talking about. What I need you to do is make a confession and a statement of faith and then send me an email and we'll work out the rest. Here's what you're going to say. Repeat after me, dear Jesus. I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to, to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And then what we're going to do is we are going to turn around and we're going to send you some resources and some materials 
so that we can continue to disciple you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. The only one somebody's going to know that God is real is through you. That's why it's important for us to be gentle. That's why it's important for us to be kind. That's why it's important for us to be loving. The only way that somebody is going to know that God is real is that you are gentle, right? That you are kind and that they experience love, God's love through you. I will see y'all back here. Monday, we have replay on YouTube. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're not subscribed. Tuesday, see you guys back live in action. Y'all, the goodness of God, may the goodness of God flood you, flood your presence, flood your being, flood your life, flood your children, flood your business, flood your ministry. May the goodness of God flood you today. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see y'all next week. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your goodness flooding your people today. Thank you, Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.